0: Good morning, and welcome to the worship service of the United Methodist Church, Westlake Village, on this Sunday, September 6th. We are so glad you have joined with us for this time. Today is Communion Sunday. We are welcoming all who want to participate. That's just the way it is in the United Methodist Church. One of the cool things about the United Methodist Church that we affirm an open table, And that open table welcomes all who wish to participate in this means of grace. So if that sounds like you, you are welcome to do that. Just make sure that you've got some bread and juice at the ready at a nearby table, so that you can use it later when in the service, communion comes around uh, for us to observe. We are focusing today on our opportunity to shape our character and nurture our souls we'll be doing this all these weeks of the fall and today we draw our attention on our sexual expression yikes talking about sex in church well yep this is true it will do us some good you know let's worship the God who has given us this gift and ask us to use it well and appropriately
1: Give first love.
2: psalter reading this morning comes from Psalm 148 and reads like this praise the Lord praise the Lord from the heavens praise him in the heights praise him all his angels praise him all of his hosts praise him Sun and moon praise him all you shining stars praise him you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded, and they were created. He established them forever and ever, fixed their bounds, which cannot be passed. Praise the Lord from the earth. You see monsters in all deeps, fire and hail, snow and frost, stormy wind fulfilling his command. Mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creeping things and all, and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and women alike, old and young together. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise, all, praise for all his faithful. For the people of Israel are close to him. Praise the Lord.
3: Jesus loves me
2: Now's the time in our worship where I have the opportunity to talk to our children. So if you have children running around your house in different rooms or whatever else, call out to them. Invite them to gather around your computer screen, your telephone, your TV, so that I can have a conversation with them. And as you are calling them, I want to say to the parents of our congregation, I sent out an email on behalf of the Christian Education Committee and myself If you, on Monday. If you did not receive it, um, I'd encourage you to go look in your spam folder. And if you don't find it there, please reach out to me and let me know because it outlines what we're going to do this fall in terms of Sunday school. And for the kids, in Sunday school this year, we're going to be talking about Celebrate Wonder. What is Wonder. What makes you ask questions? What makes you curious about the world? We have a God who created so much. If you were listening to the psalm that I just read, it talked about all that God created. And that creates such wonder for me. And we're going to explore God's creation and how God invites us to be co-creators with God. To continue to build the world and God's kingdom. It's a great adventure that we're on, and I look forward to being on this journey with you. And so this week, I have a challenge for you. I want you to do one of two things, or both of you so choose. One of them is to draw a picture of what represents God to you. So a picture that might tell us something about how God, you and God, talk to each other. And then... If drawing a picture isn't your thing, I invite you to look around your house, your neighborhood, your world this week and take pictures of things that, co- that bring wonder for you, that help you ask those questions, that are bring up your curiosity. And whether you draw a picture or, or take photographs, I want you to send those pictures to me because one of the things that I hope to do over the next several weeks is to incorporate your artwork and photography and crafts as a part of our children's time. And I'll give you an example of what I mean by incorporating it in just a second. For me, one of the things that brings wonder is exploring the Bible, seeing the stories that are in there and how those stories tie into my life and how God talking to me and I am so thankful that we have the opportunity to explore the Bible together so I told you that I'd show you what it's what I want to do with incorporating pictures yesterday I did a thing if you look on the screen you'll see me and my mask if what you can't tell is that the shirt that I'm wearing is our church polo with the logo right here right here actually um, showing off our church and advertising our church a little bit. And I delivered some Bibles to our second graders. These second graders were so excited to receive these gifts. You can see um, them and their Bibles on the screen. And I look forward to the ways in which they can explore and grow in their faith and ask questions and wonder about who God is and how God created us. As they explore those Bibles, it's a great joy that as a church we gift Bibles to our second graders as they have come to a point that they can start reading it and this Bible is written at a level just for them so that they can explore and grow in their faith. One of the things that we always do when we give out a Bible is is that we offer a blessing over the Bibles and the children who receive them. I did not do the blessing part yesterday because I wanted to do it as a part of worship today. So will you join me in prayer? Let us take a moment to talk to God. Dear God, thank you for today. Thank you for tomorrow. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for wonder. Thank you for celebration. Thank you for your word. Bless the Bibles. Bless our second graders. Help them to explore. To wonder. And to celebrate your love. Watch over them. Protect them and guide them. Help all of us to celebrate wonder this day and always. Amen. Please join me in a moment of prayer. Awesome and almighty God, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving for the fact that you are ever present in our lives. From our highest highs to our lowest lows, you promise to be by our side, walking with us, guiding us, directing us, and giving us wisdom. We come to you this Labor Day weekend aware that our world is different from the last Labor Day that we were celebrating. Our festivities will be different. Our life trajectory is probably a little bit different. And our work situation is potentially different as well. Lord, we come to you this day aware that there are some within our congregation who are facing financial hardships. And the idea of celebrating the labor and workforce may be difficult as they struggle to get back on their feet and provide for themselves and their family. And we recognize that for those of us who are employed, our work situation is different, whether we've had to regroup and work from home whether we go out into the community recognizing that each time that we do we have the potential of getting sick we do so for love of our work for love of you for love of our community and we ask you to watch over us as we reflect on labor day we look at the words and prayer of reinhold niebuhr who says to you oh god You have bound us together in this life. Give us grace to understand how our lives depend on the courage, the industry, the honesty, and the integrity of all who labor. May we be mindful of their needs, grateful for their faithfulness, and faithful in our responsibility to them. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, as we reflect on character and building up our character to reflect your grace and your goodness in the world, help us to weigh those two battling concepts uh, of virtue and vice that can sometimes take the form of the angel and the devil on our shoulders and help us to listen to the angel or more specifically to your spirit guiding us and directing us into a life that reflects your glory that celebrates who we are in our fullest sense and does not invite us to to feed minor desires but instead helps us to seek our truest desire of knowing you most fully of sitting in your presence And listening to a truth that you have placed on each of our hearts guide us and shape us not just this day but always so as we grow into who you desire us to be we might see how that is for our own good and for the good of your kingdom as well we continue to pray Lord for all of those who are facing extreme heat this weekend watch over them let them find places of comfort uh, to cool off to be well hydrated and to get through this weekend safely and as the this heat wave continues to to impact us we recognize the, the possibility of more fires in our state and around our nation We ask you to watch over the first responders, keep them safe and let them do their job well. Be with those who are facing the potential of losing their homes. Let them evaluate what is most important to them and celebrate the life and the love that they have. For those that have lost loved ones, Lord, watch over them offer healing and protection within our own personal community we lift up prayers for Kathy Drake as she prepares for surgery this week be with her doctors and nurses as they uh, perform this procedure to remove cancer from her body watch over Kathy in this healing process we know it's going to be a lengthy process but continue to give her the hope and the optimism and the peace that comes with knowing that you are present to her and with her. She has been a light to many of us as we have walked with her on this journey and how she is so confident that you are there with her. Let us be her support system when she falters from that fact, even for a moment and let all of us continue to support her on her process of healing and recovery. We take a moment to say the prayers that are on our hearts this day. Lord, we bring all of our prayers to you, saying the prayer that your Son taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen
1: and he journeyed with companions towards damascus and had authority
3: Our scripture reading today is from Matthew chapter five, verses twenty-seven and twenty-eight, and Ephesians chapter four, verses twenty-two through twenty-four. You have heard it that it was said, "You shall not commit adultery," but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. You were taught to put away your former way of life, your old self, corrupt and deluded by its lusts, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to clothe yourselves with a new self, created according to the likeness of God, in true righteousness and holiness. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Jesus, thine whole victorious love Shed in my heart abroad Then shall my feet no longer roam and fixed in God, refining fire go through my heart, illuminate my soul, scatter thy life through every part, and sanctify the whole.
0: Pastor Rachel and I have been stressing this opportunity of setting a new normal for weeks, if not months now, because we know the special spiritual circumstance that has been open for us through this pandemic and its altering of our habits and its stripping away of non-essentials from our life patterns. We have been wanting you to take advantage of this moment to renew yourselves, to reboot and refresh your lifestyle, your values, and your priorities. The opportunity is presented for us. So we have undertaken a spiritual focus for this fall of looking at the concept of character, what it is and how we affect and build it well we have noticed already these last two weeks that character and soul are related in fact I've stressed how the state of our soul is revealed in our character how building a good character supports a healthy soul and how a weak and malnourished soul is manifest in a dysfunctional and weak character. I've talked about the goal of developing our true inner self, that one that will be celebrated in our eulogy, the one that delights in values and morals and ethics more than success, power, and fame. And I highlighted the worth for us of bringing back into our vernacular the words of soul and sin and the notions of virtue and vice. So in this fall sermon series, we are going to, well, look at some of the classical virtues and vices. Qualities that shape our character to the good or to the bad and consider what we might need to do to strengthen our good character and help to build a good character in our loved ones. We'll reclaim the moral language of the tradition of our faith and and recognize the lasting value of practicing a virtue to protect ourselves from a vice with the goal to intentionally build one's character to the good. So today we look at our sexuality by examining lust and chastity. And who better to talk about such a topic than an old hippie from the 60s, right? My generation was thought to be pretty promiscuous, you know, all that sex, drugs, and rock and roll stuff. And if you take a good look at the Woodstock album cover, you know, you know that that's true, right? Well, and who better to think about such a topic than we who were the children of the greatest generation raised in the church in sock hops, sports, and parades, yet rebelled against many of those practices and institutions and authorities, actually involving the church in the practice of marriage, right? And the exaltation of self and its unbridled expression. So who better than to wade into this topic together with us? Yet, you know, the conflict between lust and chastity how we express ourselves sexually is it's not new to my generation. You know I'm poking fun of us boomers. Brooks notes in his book, The Road to, to Character, that Ike and George Eliot and Augustine, all of them were people with issues, people with strong character, yet people who had problems with this virtue and vice. And so we know really it is a timeless challenge for people, this managing of our sexuality, because well, it's, it's part of our makeup, uh, drives us towards serious relationships through the pleasure of our sexual expression. Yet it can also distract us and and ruin serious relationships as people get caught up in chasing its pleasure. Hence the juxtaposition of lust and chastity, the vice and the virtue as a cautionary warning to us about the expression of our sexuality and to need to guard or develop our character with the disciplining of our sexuality. The vice, lust. Well, what are we talking about? Being promiscuous, I'm thinking, and uh, licentious in our sexual expression. Now i had to go back uh well over a hundred years to find a book that was talking from the religious point of view about the seven deadly sins and the seven cardinal virtues and it's it's written by reverend dr james stalker and and so i'm digging back into this old tomb to get some information about lust and about chastity And he talks about three manifestations of lust that it that it's in our thoughts uh, the lusting after somebody uh privately in our own thinking um that that's a temptation and it prepares the way to openly yielding to that temptation so that's problematic there's uh there's lust in our words the sharing of body stories that titillate or or prurient novels, bringing into the open, encouraging the acceptance of, of that sin of promiscuity. And in our actions, actually acting out upon those thoughts or those words, involving a partner outside of our committed relationships, noting that that both, soils our soul and damages our covenant with our loved one so we might say that the vice of lust is the irresponsible expression of our sexuality in which to a lesser or to a greater extent we lean towards violating the seventh Commandment of not committing adultery. The damage of this vice is that it undermines the sacredness and the the trustworthiness of the love relationship. Either by fantasizing about a, an imaginary relationship or acting out and actually breaking the covenant of that important love relationship. How many marriages have you heard about that have been betrayed by the passion of unbridled lust? There are consequences to behaving poorly with our sexuality, perhaps in unwanted pregnancies and perhaps in undesired damage to prized relationship to conscience to soul sexual expression is a sacred gift from god that is tarnished when used irresponsibly or thoughtlessly or aggressively we want our love relationship to be intimate and nurturing, healthy and maturing through time. If we want that to happen, then we need to honor that relationship with an exclusivity of our affections, emotional and physical. It is no more clearly stated than that when we do this disciplining ourselves by managing our sexual appetite we're on our way to building a good character for ourselves the virtue to this vice is chastity it's seen as an antidote to lust And the Oxford Dictionary defines uh, chaste as refraining from all sex or from sex outside marriage. And I was worried in the beginning going after this definition that it meant being celibate, but did you hear that? Did you hear that or in the definition? Luckily that or snuck in there. I imagine that if you are what is nowadays talked about as a, sexual addict the proper disciplining of yourself might be celibacy that might be the only way to get your unmanageable appetite under control as you seek healing and change to develop the ability to express your sexuality responsibly Yet the antidote to lust for the the rest of us would be found in a monogamous relationship that was covenantal in its commitment in which both partners honored their vows and worked at keeping their relationship healthy and sustainable. I asked some couples at our church to share the secret of their love relationship. And as they talked about it, they focused a lot on commitment, on the intangibles of yearning and being captivated by the other, the need for for kindness and gentleness and forgiveness the presence of humor and the making of time for, for fun. They talked about the importance of truthfulness and speaking the truth in love. They seemed to think that these two things were part of the keys, as was the grounding of the relationship in God and in their faith having hope and trust in the other one to be your partner now and forever with a dedication to go the distance, even when that involves some pretty rough passages. And as you might expect, the giving to the other more than was taken the giving of the other person the benefit of the doubt. Oh, and and let me not leave out some good old hand-holding, hugging, and physical expression. Good advice shared there. Important words to take to heart from experienced folks with decades under their belt of love and relationship i give them many thanks for candidly opening themselves up to me and allowing me to share their thoughts with you and it dawns on me that as much as we think about sexual expression as a key part of our relationships we come to realize It is the servant of the greater interpersonal goal, namely covenantal love. And if not serving that goal, it can quickly undermine, damage, and destroy that greater goal. Being careless with our sexuality is being thoughtless with others, injuring our character and staining our soul. Now, I'm not doing this sermon series to wag a finger or to get you to think you haven't tried hard enough at being good enough. No, rather, I am looking out for your soul and wanting to bring forward some suggestive thoughts to stimulate your appraisal of the condition of your character while we have this marvelous window to do some altering, some changing. I am here to focus a light upon some Challenges in our nature to the the well-being of our soul. And perhaps, I don't know, perhaps this one involving sexual expression is your difficulty. The challenge that might need your vigilant attention and effort at managing or correcting. If so, here is your invitation to get after it. Open yourself to God's indwelling spirit and start working on it. We all want to have a good character, and a good character will be benefited by actually focusing on building one this is something that we all can do with the ever-present help of Christ Jesus in our lives and in truth we all do need that help of Christ Jesus because in one way or in another way our timber as Kant says, is crooked. Let's get after it. Blessings upon you for your intentionality and your aspirations to become your better self. May Jesus help us. Amen
2: we come to the time in our worship where we have the opportunity to present our tithes and gifts to God to give thanks for the ways that God has been present guiding us, directing us, and inviting us into stronger relationship. As music is played you will have the opportunity to see a variety of ways to give to help to continue to build the kingdom. Come to the time in our worship where we participate and celebrate in Holy Communion. Um, Pastor Walt told you a little bit about that this earlier in the worship service. As you can see, my Holy Communion happens to be a hot dog bun and grape juice because that was the bread that was available at our house readily this morning. Um, and whatever you have, God will use to give you a gift of grace and hope. This day, our communion liturgy is adapted um, from a liturgy written by Tom M. Schumann from Lectionary Liturgies. Please join me in prayer. May God be with you. People of God, open your hearts to the one who feeds us with freedom and hope. Graced with abundant life, let us join our hearts in praise to our loving God across the Internet in our individual yet collective place of worship. The moment you spoke and liberated chaos, holy God, time marked the beginning of created beauty and glory. You watered earth with tears of joy, planting those seeds of hope and peace so we might be fed by your heart, but asked to simply be your children. We could not obey that request, but wandered off to feast At the table groaning with lies and curses your gracious word was sung in new ways by prophets but we turned them out or we tuned them out so we could listen to the seductive songs of sin you sent us your hope in jesus christ who came to set us free and bring us home from our exile and rebellion so with those who longed for your coming Packed and ready to journey into freedom, we sing your pra- our praises to you. You are righteousness, God our deliver- deliverer, and blessed is Jesus Christ, your child, our brother. Because we break your heart with our words and deeds, he came to shatter the chains of our arrogance and selfishness. Because we have become gluttons feasting on bitterness and fear, he came to be the sweet bread of healing and hope. Because we become drunk on sin-sour wine, he came to be salvation poured into our parched souls. Because death smiles at us waiting with open arms, He came to gather us up, carrying us er, in gather us up in the embrace of grace and life, carrying us out of the empty tomb into your life of joy forever. As you have prepared this table for us, gather us as your children, that we might remember all of the promises fulfilled to us in Christ our Lord. When we eat the bread, Christ's life is strengthens us when we drink the cup christ's spirit nourishes us when we go to serve others we proclaim christ's death until he returns in glory as you bless the gifts of bread and cup anoint us with your spirit which brings us together with your as your grace touches our lips with hope and healing may we reach out our hands to set free those captive to injustice. As your peace is poured into the empty corners of our hearts, may we go forth to love others as much as you have loved us and to serve them as we show our love for you. And when the time is marked the end of history and we gather with all of our sisters and brothers, all divisions done away with, all brokenness healed, all barriers pulled down, and all of your children set free from despair, we will join our hands and hearts around your table of eternity, now and forevermore. Amen. We will receive a gift of music as we celebrate in the gift of Holy Communion.
3: Bye.
0: We are so glad that you have joined with us for this worship service. We trust it has been an emotionally uplifting, thought-provoking, and spiritually nurturing experience. May this be a good week for you to grapple with who you are and who you would like to grow into becoming. The opportunity is before each of us to become our better selves let's move along that path this week god bless you in your efforts be safe stay healthy and know that you are loved amen